0: Welcome back to Better or Worse than Transformers. We take movies or TV shows and tell you whether they are better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made. At least that's what we do most weeks. But this week we are going to try and uh, introduce introduce you to the wonderful world of anime, the yes. much maligned, misunderstood world of anime. It's poked fun at it a lot. It is. So we're gonna we're gonna try and break down some stigmas and, and uh, give you the white
1: man's version. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph. With me is my co-host, Christian.
1: What's up? And no Ian. No Ian, not here today. He's Good. got, got butthole problem,
0: <laughs> As usual. But first, we're going to break in with some of the news. The first thing we have on the news is between when we recorded last week and when we started recording this week, um, Alec Baldwin has been announced as... Uh, I guess, Thomas Wayne, in the the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, and then subsequently announced that he was not
1: in in the... I think like two days later. It was very soon after. Look, I don't blame him. I think the moment he got the job... I don't think he was prepared for like the nerd bombardment for sure. that was going to come with it. That's something he was like, "I'm not." It does seem
0: like I, I can't imagine Joaquin Phoenix doing that shit either. You know what I'm saying? That's can you imagine very Joaquin true. Phoenix
1: at Comic Con? Yeah, no, and I don't think he will. Yeah, I'm sure that that was part of his like agreement to do this role is I'm not going to do the normal crap.
0: I can see Joaquin Phoenix punching somebody on the street who's approaching him to talk for about sure. Joker. Yeah. You know,
1: like that's a thing that I can foresee happening. I'm pretty sure Joaquin Phoenix said he didn't give a shit. Like, quote unquote don't give a shit what people expect right. from him. I don't know that Alec Baldwin is that comfortable in himself. No. Um, I also don't really like the Alec Baldwin pick for Thomas Wayne. No, I don't either. So I'm good with it. I think
0: Jeffrey Dean Morgan should just maintain that one forever. Yeah,
1: I don't know why they don't... I get they don't want to connect it, right? It's supposed to be its own standalone thing. Yeah. But he can play Thomas Wayne in like every medium. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too. They wanted Vigo Mortensen from what I heard. That would be fine. I mean, look... He could play Joaquin's dad, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, that yeah. I, that would actually work. Um, I still am, I'm okay with Jeffrey Dean Morgan forever because I think yeah. that's a great cast, but mostly. Look, I don't want a Flashpoint movie in the sense that I don't really like the
1: Flashpoint story, but I want uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan to be the Flashpoint Batman. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. When I say he could be Joaquin's dad, I think he could be the Joker's dad. I also feel like this movie may pull a twist on us and make Joker Batman's brother just because it seems like a crappy thing Todd Phillips would do.
0: Sure. Who's Todd Phillips?
1: He directed the Hangover movies. Oh, yeah. And that movie that you hated about the guns and Jonah Hill and Miles Teller were in. Oh, War Dogs. Yeah. He also made that it's not a good movie. And I think, what's the Will Ferrell old school? I yeah. I think he made that movie I kind of well. like that movie. Yeah. I don't know if it holds up. This movie's going to suck.
0: Probably. Next up, Netflix announced quite a few release dates. Mm-hmm. I wrote down the TV shows. I don't know if you remember any of the other things. I don't
1: remember the movies. but oh, Okay.
0: They just put out a trailer for uh The Dragon Prince from uh, the makers of Avatar, The Last Airbender. It's very exciting. It comes out September 14th. I'm excited about it. It looks like a cool fantasy world. And like, well, the only thing I'm I'm nervous about with this is the animation. It's got this weird, like a 12, not a, what's a normal movie? 24 frames per second? So, something like that, yeah. Uh, it looks like it's half. Like, it looks like yeah. there's there's just a little bit too long between each frame. Mm-hmm. And that's throwing me off a little bit from, from being into it. But maybe once I start watching it, You'll I'll be into it. Yeah, yeah appreciate I appreciate it more. I hope so. But I, I'm, ex- I'm just excited. I know. Did you watch Legend of Korra? I did. I
1: didn't watch it. I didn't have no, not that I had ill will against it or anything. Yeah, I just...
0: it's. I mean, it, it is by the same guys, and it's. It's got a lot of good things in it, mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of frustrating things. It does not. Ha- I mean, one, it was. It was designed to only be one season, mm-hmm. and it, that's very clear from the beginning. But it. It doesn't handle. Its story structure or its characters nearly as well as as the last Airbender.
1: And that, if if Legend of Korra didn't exist, do you think you would be more excited for this new show? Yes, or, because yeah. because in my mind they'd be batting a thousand. And this, yeah,
0: look, Legend of Korra is still
1: good. Like it's mm-hmm. still
0: worth watching. But Avatar, the last Airbender, is is you know,
1: I mean, it's one of the best cartoons I think ever made. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, like it's genuinely
1: like a top three series
0: for me. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm still excited about it. I'm excited to see. Um, Kylo
1: Ren is Zuko. That's my opinion.
0: And like, a live-action one?
1: Yes. I'm okay with that. Yep.
0: Uh, they also announced, uh, the new BoJack season, which is also coming out September 14th. BoJack Horseman. Yeah. Which I don't know that you ever
1: watched. I watched the first season, and, uh, the self-deprecating humor just was too dark It's for real me. depressing. And, uh, I couldn't, I, because I, I binge things, yeah. right? So... It was, I had watched, like, Hunters*, Black Mirror, and then BoJack Horseman, like, back to back to back. And it just was just too much That is too dark. Much. Yep. So, uh, I think I probably could enjoy BoJack if I watched it on its own. By the time, I was just in, like, a very dark space, I guess.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it, it is a, a dark, depressing yeah. show. It's a weird show that's got, like, again, the premise of it, I, I can't really explain it to you, but it, the premise is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Is
1: Holly Hunter, is she the... No. Who is the cat lady is girlfriend uh
0: amy sedaris i'm not really familiar oh with her. yeah okay but it's it's a mixture of a very like goofy absurdist like wordplay humor mm-hmm. and like just really really dark introspective shit
1: yeah. um
0: and i fucking love it like it's my favorite show uh every single season that comes out i watch every season before that and i so you're gonna
1: rewatch i'm current i just finished yeah. season
0: one this morning. <laughs>
1: Wow, you're a dedicated fan.
0: I really like this show, so I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and then they also announced, and I was I was wondering when this was coming out the uh, the second season of Big Mouth, which was their uh, Netflix is also animated. It's mm. like a preteen going through with puberty, puberty. And yeah, and yeah,
1: hormones. It's y- you watched show. Didn't you watch it with your wife? I did.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I was surprised that she was into it. But it is. It, it's one of those things. Like it 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 kind of tackles some of the tab taboo aspects of puberty. But I feel like it does it in a very like tender sensitive way yeah and so like the characters are very likable and identifiable and it's just it's i mean one the the uh the cast list for that show is phenomenal it's it's all great comedians um but yeah no it's just it's well written it's it's
1: way more charming than it should be on its surface yeah Um, i tried watching it but i watched it at work and i watched the first episode that's not a good idea (laughs) i'm gonna get fired you would (laughs) yeah
0: um so yeah that, I mean, I'm excited about Netflix's slate coming up. and I, I just might want to
1: say, I hope my bosses never find this podcast and realize either, how, how much I talk about watching TV at work.
0: Just based on what I know about our listenership numbers, the odds are pretty low.
1: That's a real <laughs> slim chance.
0: <laughs> um, next up, we got the new Die Hard movie, Die oh. Hard 6,
1: I yes. think. Yeah, I believe we're at 6. It has six.
0: a uh, title, and the title is McLean. Yeah,
1: got to go the... Rocky Balboa Rambo route at this point and just I heard it was supposed to be a prequel but now that's scrapped I
0: I don't know man
1: it was gonna be like Die Hard year one yeah after like Batman and maybe it's still gonna be that but I heard that's gone would you not have Bruce Willis in it? I mean, you can not if you're going to do that. I don't
0: know what I want to do with this franchise. But I don't want
1: to do anything with it. I
0: mean, maybe that is the right direction to go, yeah. but I definitely don't want to call. Like, I feel like the names are just like the names of Die Hard movies are as fun as the names of Bond movies. Like, I want you to keep trying to like make it keep making goddamn puns or ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I like, we
1: only have those for the last couple, right? Because yeah. you had Die Hard one, two, and three, and Live Free Die Hard. Yeah, well, no, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I guess that's true, Die Hard with a Vengeance, yeah. And, I mean, I don't like Live Free or Die Hard, but I like the title. Was that the last one? Or Uh, that was four, I thought. I can't remember. I can't remember. Sorry to keep up. It is. But anyway. They're not good anymore. This shouldn't happen, and it shouldn't be called McLean. I don't think we should try to keep making, like, sequels to these 90s action movies, because I don't think they hold up as well as we think they do, or at least as a series. Terminator? I don't need any more of those. Those were fine in 1992. They're not fine in 2018. And same thing's true for Die Hard.
0: I agree. I'm with you. Um, Next up, they released a new Predator trailer, which actually finally looks like a Shane Black movie. Yeah,
1: it looked great. When I saw this trailer, I was like in. I was like, I want to see this movie. There
0: was quippy dialogue. Mm -hmm. There was humor. It looks like a ragtag band of kind of crazy people. Yep. I'm uh, I'm way more excited about it than I was from the previous two trailers. For sure.
1: The previous two trailers, I think, leaned heavily into this concept of, it's Predators, but there's going to be a super Predator. And that's not what attracts me to this movie. It right. attracts me to this movie is Shane Black and his humor and the cast. And this last trailer really showed that off. Plus, it was pretty gory, pretty violent, and uh seemed like they're leaning into the R, which is what you want to see out of this franchise. Definitely. yep. It's a Predator movie. Matt Smith
0: has been... I guess it officially announced as being cast in the yep. new Star Wars movie, mm-hmm.
1: the Eleventh Doctor, right, coming to a galaxy far, far away. I don't have strong feelings about this. I don't even what. I mean, he's. I think he's going to play a First Order officer. Oh, for sure. Um, him and Hux are going to. I mean, he could be a stormtrooper. Who knows, man? That's true. Tom Hardy was one. Yeah. Yes. I feel like every week we have a new person joining episode 9 and we don't know Jack squat about it so I'm not even sure why we keep talking about it at this point.
0: Oh, well in this particular case it's just because it's the converging of nerd worlds.
1: That's true. I feel like Matt Smith is trying really hard to like plan himself as like an actor, like a maybe not A-list but like at least like B-list. And it's just really struggling, he was in Terminator Genesis, yep, which was bad. The crown, and now this I mean, I'm sure there's something else in there, but I don't know what it is. I just feel like he's got too weird of a face it's a strange to, face to be like I don't know like I feel like he fit the character of Doctor Who
0: of the doctor yeah of Doctor Who Okay. but I just I don't know I, I, I feel like it, it he for me he's like what I think of what I think of of Doctor Who and then for sure, and then probably David Tennant.
1: Mm-hmm. It should be David Tennant first and then Matt Smith. Yeah, no, I
0: know. But for, I don't know. Maybe he You was, don't
1: watch Doctor Who. I so, don't. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't
1: I think know. it rose to popularity. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, its peak popularity will be Matt Smith. And you talk about his weird face. Like, it's kind of part of the... We have this character, you know, who can become different people or whatever. Yeah. Like, that plays into... You can have weird-looking actors or, or whatever, and it can be a part of the story. But in anything else, like, I'm just supposed to except his abnormally large chin. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's hard. That's, maybe he'll be an alien. Maybe. In that would be appropriate. Yes. I'm I re- I st- again,
0: I'm still upset that uh, Woody Harrelson wasn't an alien in Solo. because Yeah, he would
1: have been way better. He would have been him? way better as
0: an alien, but Cat it's fine. Cat um, Robin Wright's coming back to Wonder Woman 84, even though I'm pretty sure she died yep. in Wonder Woman 1. I think
1: Nazis killed her. Or... Did Nazis kill her? I don't remember when she dies. I think, I'm i sure it's when the Nazis show up on the beach. Sure um if you're, yes. if, you're not,
0: if you're not sure it's probably the nazis
1: yeah <laughs> 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 which apparently in wonder woman every death that happened in wonder woman not permanent good. now that we know chris pine's back and robin wright's back i so. mean look it's comic books that's no, fair
0: nothing's permanent
1: um i don't have a lot of feelings on that good for robin wright getting work yeah should, i mean now that that one show's over house of cards
0: yeah it's kind of one, well i guess she's already been paid for that season, yeah so so fair she enough. needs work yep Jeffrey Dean Morgan is trying to get cast as, as Lobo.
1: He wants more comic book roles.
0: I think he's too old for it, but you seem to like it. So. I think
1: it's a good cast. I think he's kind of got that... He can pull off that, like, macho man attitude. He's, he's definitely got the pretty swagger. Jacked. He's yeah. got the facial hair. Um, you may not get a series out of Jeffrey Dean Morgan Lobo, but if I could just get one, I would enjoy it. I mean, he would be fun as a cameo. I saw there was... ComicBook.com tweeted out the link, and uh, The Rock just tweeted back, "Hell yes!" Mm-hmm. So look, if he's on board, and he was my pick for Lobo, that's good enough for me.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Mister Robot got canceled,
1: which i was I'm sure you're about. super happy. About it. I am
0: excited about it.
1: I don't have strong feelings. I never watched this show. I really hate Christian Slater. So,
0: oh really? Yeah. It... I was just I was just thinking about how he's gotten like a, a kind of a renaissance of his career in like voice acting because really, been, yeah, he's been in like every animated thing. For like several years now, I think I've known him in some
1: DC stuff. Yeah. But uh, I really like, I don't know. I, early 90s Christian Slater. Look, he's really not a good actor. Tainted the rest of it for, for me. For sure. I always, my favorite Christian Slater moment is when he dies in an interview with a vampire. Oh, like, right. <laughs> in the, he's like in the car or whatever. Yeah. I hate that guy. And I know you don't like the show. So,
0: yeah, no, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good concept. It's, it's one of those shows that I, I've never actually finished it. I made it most of the way through season one, and I was like, this is cynical bullshit. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's, like, beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the artistic direction for that movie is great, and the, the basic premise, I feel like, is okay. Okay but they just lean way too hard into the, the cynical loner who really understands the world and everyone else around. You know, it's like the mm-hmm. Holden Caulfield thing. Everybody else is a phony who's, yep. who's dumb and doesn't understand the way the world works. And, oh, God, it's just it's so f- exhausting.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to give up so time of day. So good
0: fucking riddance, yeah. in
1: my opinion. It's gone.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, Not a super
1: exciting week in that
0: regard. But I mean, I'm excited about the Netflix stuff mostly. Yeah. But that's you me. like cartoons. I do. I've uh, which <laughs> good segue, Christian. Uh, so yeah, that leads us into this week. We're going to be doing
1: well. Ian's not here. Well, that, that's that's one of the main yeah. reasons that we're he's got another anal fissure flare up. Yeah, he, he can't be here. So we decided we would talk about something that we both enjoy and he absolutely hates. Correct,
0: and mostly because I know he's going to look at the episode title and get pissed off about
1: it. <laughs> yes, he won't listen to it though. No, this should be the one he would listen it to. Sh- it should be, but. Anime is a style of uh, animated art form, I guess, that you say yeah. based on Japanese mangas. Uh, really kind of rose to power in the 60s, but then really didn't become popular until I would say like the 80s, 90s here in the States. Yeah. Really.
0: So, I mean, the, the OG one, the the original one that everyone agrees on for both the, the manga, which is essentially
1: Japanese comic books. Mm-hmm. And anime is Astro Boy. Yep. Uh, and that's a, r- a real long time ago. I didn't realize it was that yeah, old. like the 60s. And uh, then what was uh, the big one? I think the first really big one in the States would probably be Speed Racer, right? Right. And that was also yeah. like 60s or 70s,
0: somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Uh, but, you know, there's a style known for, for its big eyes and like spiky hair. You know, it's, it's yeah. got a very distinct visual style that you would recognize it's probably. It's filled with tropes. But for for you and I, I mean, so there were, there were cartoons coming out from Japan making it to... American broadcast for since Astro Boy Mm -hmm. to now, but I would say like the kind of the big breakout period here. And I think it was already known, but like when everyone started to know is, is when, uh, they started doing Toonami on Cartoon Network, yep. which was the late 90s, I think like 98. Yeah, it was around that time. Um, it was this wonderful stretch of programming between 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock, which was right after school for me. 100%. Where they just nailed you with a bunch of Japanese animated stuff. And a lot of it was like fighting genre. That's where you get DBZ, you know, Dragon Ball Z. You so. had what?
1: Sailor Moon was Sailor made. Sailor Moon. That, toon- uh, Dragon Ball Z. Gundam Wing, I mm-hmm. think. And it was... It w- I don't know if it was the original Gundam Wing, but I remember like several Gundam spinoffs coming yeah. on during the tsunami timeframe. Mm-hmm. Inuash. Um, I mean, there was a wide variety. I would say the the staples in there was probably Dragon Ball Z, and I remember Sailor Moon a lot, yeah, because I think it came on like the block before. There DBZ. were there were
0: definitely some otter ones in there, yes, here and there. Hamtaro,
1: <laughs> yeah, there was there was a Gundam spinoff, but like the Gundams were like small and they were sentient. Oh, I don't seen remember that, that one. No, oh, no, yeah, it was really bad. Interesting, but uh, I remember that one. Tsunami's what got me into an anime. It's what got, got me I into started. it.
0: It's, I think it's what got an entire generation. In, do you consider
1: in, the Tom Shorts anime? Because I do. So, so Toonami was. It was
0: a block that was hosted by. A robot on a spaceship somewhere yep. in the middle
1: of nowhere.
0: Nowhere. Yeah. Um, who I, I don't know. Was he just doing it for us? Was it just like I,
1: a... <laughs> I think you're reading too much into why he was doing it? Broadcasting essentially throughout the the universe. But they, but they did occasionally weave in like story arcs of him in between like the shows. Well, it was always like when they wanted to update Toonami, like Mm -hmm. the general look, they would create a narrative where like Tom would get destroyed or Tom would get replaced. Mm -hmm. And you found yourself like really caring about this, you know, fake cartoon robot DJ, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, some of my favorite memories growing up were coming home after school, rushing to do my homework as fast as I can so that I could sit there and watch. Look at you doing your homework. Yep. Like a good little boy. I stopped shortly after that.
0: (laughs) Also, around the same time, the, these Japanese cartoons, the anime started showing up on like Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, like, and that's where, I mean, Pokemon was already around in, in the, the game form. Christian's got his Pikachu shirt
1: on right oh, now. Specifically for this.
0: Um, and then Digimon and a couple of other.
1: Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! Yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean, this is this is really when I feel like it really started to take a hold in the American mm-hmm. market
1: through a lot of different mediums too. Because you saw it in video games, obviously Pokemon started off as you know like a handheld game, mm-hmm. and then card games, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh. I guess Digimon really didn't kind of have that. It just was kind of a ripoff of mm-hmm. Pokemon, but uh, it was it was everywhere. And it's I think I struggle to think about Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and, and Digimon as anime, but they really are. I mean they oh, come from those Japanese origins. Have you have you ever read manga like no. Yeah, never, I, has, has yeah, I never... Has anyone? I'm Sure, there are people. I'm not um, sure. I never, as much as I enjoy anime, I've never gone back that far. Like, mm. I've never to the origin or whatever the material, but keep going, sorry.
0: Since then, since kind of, I wouldn't say it's the heyday, I feel like anime's still got a big hold, but, you know, the kind of the Toonami era where, where it really started to gain an audience here... Uh, you've started to see its influences in other things. You know, Avatar of The Last Airbender mm-hmm. is an American production that very much imitates the style yep. of a lot of the Japanese animation. I'd, I'd argue that a lot of stylistic choices have also kind of bled their way into some of the character designs for Disney characters over the last, like,
1: 20 years. Um, How so? Like, which ones specifically?
0: I don't know. The, the the general, like, face shapes, the jaw design, mm. the eye design,
1: that thing. You know, when you say that, like, in Elsa, I really can see Absolutely. it, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's a good point. I never picked up on that, but you're yeah. right.
0: So, anyway, we kind, of, we kind of wanted to break into this one because both Christian and I have been on on our own deep dive deep dive renaissance. We we loved this as when we were younger and then we both kind of dropped off a little bit and then we realized there's probably a lot of good yeah, stuff out there that sure. we've never seen. So, we've been on a, on a rediscovery uh-huh. period that we've really enjoyed. But also, I feel like this whole genre is kind of maligned in a way that I think comic books and comic book Mm-hmm. culture was, was maligned, you know, 20 years ago. For sure. And I think it, it, you know, don't get me wrong, There, there are a lot of complaints about specific tropes in anime that aren't or, untrue.
1: Yeah, they're justified.
0: Yeah, but... That said, there there are plenty of great things and, and exceptions to those rules that have have come out. I mean, most of the stuff that I have is in, in the last like 15, 20 years mm-hmm. that I think is if if you've never tried it out, that might be worth a shot for sure.
1: Do you, um, before we get this going, do you think th- something like a serious for comic books, right? Like Spider Man, X Men, Iron Man, those three films, yeah brought it to the back to the forefront and made it say, hey, these things can be cool. They can work on film. And those, that inspired people to go back and read comics or pick up a graphic novel or visit their local comic book shop. Um, do you think that's what it's going to take for anime to be kind of more widely accepted Is a well-made live-action film? And do you even think that's possible? Uh... I don't know, like, it, it, it's it's kind of different in the sense that I
0: feel like with superheroes specifically, kids always like superheroes. They, they've liked mm-hmm. them forever. And so I think a lot of the success of that is that they built movies that I think parents thought they'd take their kids to, because mm-hmm. their kids like superheroes, and then they get in them, and then they like them. They also
1: enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that's how you, you get the widespread from there, is, is it, it, it was originally a thing that was mostly considered for children and weirdos. <laughs> That's true. And uh, once once it gets exposed to a larger audience, then
1: everyone likes it. And maybe maybe that is what it takes. I don't know. I just don't know that there's the same entryway. I think the problem that anime has in that regard, that like we were talking about, is so, like, when you are you go back 20 years ago, as a parent, maybe you were into that as a kid, but at mm-hmm. a certain age, either society told you or you just lost interest, and you said, that's for children. It's like you're talking about. They make these movies, and there's a wide audience, and... While it's something your kid can enjoy, you, the adult, also enjoys, but it also harks back to something you liked as a kid. Mm -hmm. Anime is difficult in that it is what people assume is a medium for children. Right. It's animation. And very often, the content is not for kids. Very often. So it's... Is dealing with very adult themes and very adult content, but presenting it in a way that you automatically assume is for children. Mm -hmm. And because then it doesn't, in the U.S. anyway, or Western culture, maybe it doesn't have as wide of an appeal. When you do make these live action versions of it, they don't have a large target audience. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to make a good one unfortunately, you're going to have to make a good one of something everything knows, like Dragon Ball Z. Like That's going to have to be the one that people say, okay, I would give more of these a shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though probably like a movie of Your Lie in April would be much easier to achieve. Right. But no one's going to... Well, I don't know. Maybe in that case it would work because then you don't advertise it as an anime. You just advertise it as this. Yeah, I have no idea. It's certainly a more complex problem than we're going to figure out here on Better or Worse than Transformers. Um, We're going to do our best shot. Yep. At,
0: at kind of breaking the stigma and and giving you some good starting entry points mm-hmm. into the genre. So we're going to talk mostly about TV, but some some of the great movies are uh, a lot of them are actually older than than mm-hmm. uh, than the last fifteen or twenty years, but they still really hold up. Uh, probably the most famous one is Ghost in the Shell. Yep. Which they made an awful Scarlett Johansson movie out of. I
1: never saw the movie. Don't watch that movie. Yeah. Go watch the original. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> if you like The Matrix, yes. Watch Ghost in the Shell, and you realize the Wakowski stole everything—almost everything. But
0: now, granted, Ghost in the Shell stole most of their visual style from Blade Runner, and they admit that. So yeah. it's it's kind of a copy. You know, it's a carbon yep, copy yep. of a carbon copy. But uh, yeah, no, definitely, if you like that kind of techno futurism thing. It's a, it's a really good one.
1: I would also warn you, there are about 40 million Ghost in the Shell spinoffs and sequels yep. since the original came out.
0: The other famous one, so, so Ghost in the Shell came out in like 88, I think, yeah. 87. Uh, one, another one from that era is Akira, yep. which I don't really love
1: that much, but it is... It's pretty famous. I yeah. I mean, a lot of people have seen it. I enjoy Akira. It is... Om- it's probably a little too bizarre for me, like, to where I would watch it on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, but... You know, it's a, if you would like to know the history or roots of, I would honestly say modern anime or anime as we know it today, Akira is probably the, the kind of the birthplace of
0: that. That's probably true.
1: Um, and then, very
0: famously, anything made by, there's a Japanese studio called Studio Ghibli, kind of headed by uh, a guy named Hayao Miyazaki. Yep. And literally everything they make is gold. Yep. They, they, it's they, all good. He's, he's the, uh, the title that's been given to him is kind of the Japanese Walt Disney. Yep. And that's not inaccurate. Uh, every single one of them, they're, they're, the animation's beautiful. The stories are, are. Super heartwarming. They're
1: heartwarming. They're
0: rich. They're, they're mm-hmm.
1: complex. They, they're, they're. They are, like, not to go back on minute, they're gorgeous movies. They are
0: gorgeous movies. Movies. And it's it's one of those things where I would say they're designed for all audiences. They're mm-hmm. not... They're probably considered children's movies. and I wouldn't go that far. I would consider it like they have mm-hmm. very universal messages. I don't feel like they pander down to children in any way. Yep. But... Almost all of them. You can but, probably watch with a child.
1: Kiki's Delivery Service. Yep. What are some other ones? Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Spirited yeah. Away won yep. the
0: Academy Award for uh Those are the animated big three, I think. Yeah. Those are I mean, but there's there's dozens of them, yep. and uh, I don't think you can go wrong
1: anywhere. They say he's making another one, but it'll probably take another five years probably or something to make.
0: But kind of the direction that that Christian and I wanted to go today is we've both been on the uh, the anime TV yep. stretch the last couple months, last year maybe. Yep. And so we're going to try and and give you some good entry points into there and, and it's, these are all on streaming services so they're easily For sure. accessible. Yep.
1: That's how we've watched them.
0: The things we're not going to cover today <laughs> because while they're very seminal and they were important in our lives and important in a lot of people's lives they may not be a good starting point. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do Dragon Ball Z. We're not going to do Pokemon or Digimon. Shoot a
1: monkey. I know. You got a, you got any other ones yeah. that
0: we're missing that people will be upset no, about? No, those are
1: probably spe- specifically Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon are probably yeah. the big two. that they, people they, you commonly as- associate two anime but one pokemon is absolutely for children there's there's very little there for an adult and dragon ball z is is it is a undertaking naruto being another one i would include in that, yeah. that conversation i've never watched naruto so well because there's 700 episodes yeah. like you you that seems daunting and while there's probably stuff in all three people would enjoy i would not recommend a person you have to decide i'm going to be committed to this I'm correct gonna like this and and there's also stuff in all three you probably can avoid because they're not great throughout. Definitely true. And
0: I mean, that that's one of the stereotypes about the genre is that there's a lot of filler episodes. Yep. And I would argue that's not a problem for just anime. There's a lot of animation worldwide I mean, from America that has a lot of filler that's designed for children. But the things we're going to cover today are not... That's lo- just
1: true for television at this point.
0: That is true for television. House went for how many seasons? Oh, fuck. Too many. <laughs> You know, realistically, that doesn't matter. They're, that's the thing. That's the thing with all these shows. Yep. There are good episodes in the later season, but man, you got to dig for them.
1: Um, I think the ones we've chosen actually are are decent lengthwise. There may be one that's fairly long, but well,
0: yeah, we. So I've intentionally tried to pick ones yep. that are that are kind of on the shorter side that do not have fluff, that do not mm-hmm. have extra
1: stuff. These are just great
0: shows all the way around, and. It wouldn't be a list. It wouldn't be this kind of list if we didn't start with Cowboy Bebop. It's
1: the best. It is
0: absolutely the best.
1: Everything, animation's gorgeous in it. Phenomenal. The soundtrack is, it's baller. It's it's
0: this, uh, it's a a band called The Seatbelts, and mm -hmm. they they just do a bunch of really, I don't know, it's all
1: jazz, like different kinds of
0: jazz, but it's... There's
1: almost like a Western influence, like a rock influence, but still maintaining like a really, you know, jazzy mm -hmm. feel. Um, the characters in Cowboy Bebop are cool as shit. It's a, so it, it's a space western. Yep. It's a it's a,
0: some future. We don't know how far in the future, but everybody can travel from planet to planet. But Cigarettes still, are still a thing. Cigarettes are very much a thing, but it's very much got a western style and a yep. western feel to it. And l- like Christian said, I mean, it, it's just indefensibly cool. Like the yes. whole thing is just so cool.
1: And <laughs> again, we talk about the look, the music, the characters. That's the best way to describe all of it. Yeah. It's just smooth it's cool There. it's people you want to hang out with in scenery you want to watch mm-hmm. I mean it just you talk about something with no filler episodes like it's it's short I think there's only one season right there's one season yeah. and there's a movie and it's easy to watch it's for, probably the best introduction, in my opinion. I
0: absolutely agree. I think it. it I mean, the, the only pro, the only the only reason I would tell you not to do this one to the first one is because they're going to be disappointed. There's
1: nothing else like it. it yeah. it's, it's in its own tier for me. We know we talk about you know what Toonami did and how it introduced us to anime. Yep. Yeah. While I watched a ton of anime and that programming my appreciation for for the genre was born out of cowboy bebop yes because it showed me what it can be mm-hmm. and so while i enjoyed dragon ball z and you know, people beating the crap out of each other. I didn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do this, this art form justice in what, in, in how it can be just artistic and, and competitive with other art forms in television or film. Um, and Cowboy Bebop is, I mean, it's just, it's like the quintessential. It's it just is. great. Yeah, we didn't actually go through the plot of this one. It, it's not kind really, of a, but it's kind of a ragtag
0: team of, they're, they're not your standard, scumbags, right, They're your standard Western characters and yeah. they're not like squeaky clean guys, but they're probably better than most of the other guys. Yep. Uh, but they're they're kind of scoundrels. They're kind of likable scoundrels who are they're they're uh, what do you call them? Bounty hunters. Yep. Uh, who are just trying to to make a buck, but they encounter all these crazy situations each episode that that they uh, you know just kind of get embroiled in. And they have a sense of
1: like a moral code. Yes. And the show Firefly to me is almost a straight ripoff of this yes. because it's um, all of these things. And I love Firefly, but it's just less cool. Like it's just not as good. But. Uh, if you enjoy Firefly, I think you would you would really enjoy Cowboy Bebop when you can see what Firefly probably could have been. Definitely. Or what it should have been, what they want, what Joss Whedon probably wanted it Both to be. Both one season. What's up yep. with that? Yep.
0: So the next one on our list is one that I think got a little overrated a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, but it was for for me it's it, it's mostly just because I think media as a whole went down this dark gritty hole. Yep. Death I, Note. I, yeah, I feel I feel like we've come out of it a little <laughs> bit, but um, so yeah, the 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 show is Death Note. Um, and the best way that I can describe it and the the way that I thought of it the whole time I watched it is it's a better version
1: of Dexter. Um, Yeah, I can see that. So uh, You think a lot of things are better versions of Dexter.
0: uh, At least, like, two things. I don't know. But essentially, the problem I have with the show Dexter, you know, about a psychopath who kind of uses his psychopathy for good, is that in that show, it relies on the fact that Dexter is maybe a kind of intelligent guy, mm-hmm. and everyone else is a goddamn motherfucking moron. <laughs> they're the dumbest human Nobody be- can figure like, it, it out. It's, a, it's amazing that they can even tie their fucking shoes in that show. Yeah. Um, and that always drove me crazy. Like It was unwatchable because
1: all the other characters seem so... Well, there was one character I knew, but the yeah. black cop guy, I can't yeah. remember his name.
0: Yeah, but even he was... I don't know. They're all, they're yeah. all idiots. Uh, the, the reason that this show, I think... Is as popular as, as it is, and you yeah, know, still came is. out to be. Yeah, is that it's just it's so smart, it's so quick. The uh, the main character inherits a uh, or not finds a book from the underworld. I guess that if you write someone's name in it, they die. Yep. Um, and so he immediately, like without hesitation, uses it to just start killing people that he deems are bad people. Mm-hmm. And then, unsurprisingly, that leads to a bunch of moral problems and and people are on his tail and it, it's a great cat and mouse between him and uh the what is his name is it l yes l l so there's light right right light yagami is, is the main mm-hmm. character and he's the guy who's using the death note to kill people that he deems as bad people and then l who's kind of a, a mysterious detective figure who is constantly on his tail, and I mean, like, right on his tail all mm-hmm. the time, so it's the, it's this this battle of wits every single episode, and it's just, it, it's very compelling, it's very quick, it's very tense. Again, if, if you like Dexter, this is a better version of Dexter. You will like this show.
1: Yeah, I started Death Note. I didn't, I never finished it, it because it is, it, it feels so very, like, 2008 gothic emo to me. Sure. And that was never me, and, but... Uh, I have I've watched enough s- that I was curious in watching the Netflix live action movie, <laughs> which was horrible. Which is a shame because Willem Dafoe was perfect casting. That is perfect casting. But um, I I don't put necessarily necessarily Death Note in like a must watch category. It, it certainly wasn't that for me. But I will say I think Death Note has a certain place in people who you know are anime lovers mm. today. Everyone's at least attempted to watch you know it's like a part of the like the mandatory catalog I I was about to, you
0: might be surprised at how many people rank that as like the best anime. yeah i know
1: people love it
0: um and and i'm not saying that it can't be but it's 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 a little darker and more cynical than i generally prefer yes same um, here but i i i still enjoyed it and i very much appreciated again like it's it just it's so snappy and it's mm-hmm. so intelligent it's really good uh the next one i have on this list is full metal alchemist which is kind of deceptive because there's two of them am i correct in that yeah
1: so just a little introduction. There's Full Metal Alchemist and there's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And they're the same thing. Full Metal Alchemist was a originally, I think it came in the United States, I want to say around 2004. And it's the interpretation of a manga by the same name. But it strays, the farther the show gets, the more it strays from the manga. And it's, it's drastically different. So then in like 2012, they brought it back, same voice cast in many of the cases, and and decided to do a more faithful adaptation to the manga. So, I recommend people watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is the newer version, um, and it is fantastic. It's what it's what got me back into anime. Mm-hmm. Um, someone had recommended it to me, and I it was kind of my point of view. Oh, you know, there's a lot of new anime out here I haven't watched. It's come out in like 15 years since I gave it up, so um, I, I I probably powered through all 60 episodes in like two weeks. The story is about two brothers, and this—it's um, our science magic hybrid thing called alchemy, where you can take elements and that are present, and then combine them to make new things. So, if you know if there's iron in the ground, I could take that iron out of the ground and make a spear out of it, mm. or something like that. And the concept is the two boys want to learn how to do that with the human body. Since the human body is made out of, you know, all, all these minerals and these things are present in the atmosphere, why can't you make um, their mother die? And so they want to give her a new body. And there, there are consequences that come Everything comes with a price. right? And it is just, it's a fantastic story. Um, it's, it's got a lot of things that I think are really popular today or, or maybe kind of waning, like steampunk was really in for a while. It's mm. very like turn of the century technology yet like mystical in nature and and it's like a combination of of fantasy steampunk world war one you know era there are a lot of people riding on trains you (laughs) know it's just it's 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 just super cool, and and the 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 the, the brothers, uh, Alphon the Elric brothers are just they're great main characters. You like you really go to attach them. It is one that I would recommend. A person who hasn't watched anime, give that one a shot.
0: And this one's a little bit longer. If, if yeah, it if, if, if you if, 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 if I mean for some of these, like for Cowboy Bebop, I haven't finished it because I don't want to
1: finish it. Yeah, it's uh, like twenty episodes. 18 episodes somewhere around that. yeah
0: but but uh, I like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood I would say has 63
1: 63 episodes yeah. so I mean if, if you're looking for
0: something that's a little bit longer a little bit de- deeper of a story then uh, then that's a good choice is, yeah. is there something else for the other ones we've kind of come up with something to compare it to if you like if you like this you'll like Full Metal Alchemist
1: Brotherhood um I would say if you're if you're just really if you're into fantasy I think you would like this because uh, while it's probably a more modern setting than most fantasy stories tell, mm. it's it's a very magic place, you know, a huge influence. And like even like Star Wars, or Lord of the Rings, you have these like circular stories, you know, that plays a big part in, in this. And it's a big comparison. But if you like Lord of the Rings, I think you'd like Full Metal Alchemist. Fair enough. But I highly recommend that show.
0: Very good. Uh, the next one I have on here is also one that got real popular about the same time as Death Note, Attack yep. on Titan. Yep. Uh, which I know it's actually more recent than that now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, both <laughs> Attack on Titan really, like 2013, I think season yeah, I think one. So. Yeah. yeah, it's slow to come out. That's... Yeah. Oh God.
0: The, the, the current season's on right now. Season I, three? I, I forgot to write that down. It's yep. the things I'm watching. As far as comparison, so the, the show itself is about, it's kind of a, it's also kind of a steampunk, kind of mm-hmm. semi-steampunk, semi-medieval society who's unexpectedly beset upon on these giant m- human-eating monsters mm-hmm. called titans.
1: That, Weird humanoid things without skin.
0: The, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're s- multiple stories tall. They're yep. nigh unkillable.
1: They eat people. They eat
0: people in very brutal ways. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, kind of the whole society is, has developed around just protecting themselves from the Titans. And it's, it's a story just kind of about trying to defeat the Titans, trying not to get eaten. You know, there, there's, a, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different elements there. But my, my best comparison for this one is Game of Thrones in the sense that it's a show that is like... If you like the characters, beware, because they don't give a fuck who they yeah, kill in this true. show. Yeah, It's very gritty. It's very, you know, I, I'm going to say realistic, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're not afraid to kill people off. They're not afraid to maim people. They're not, like, it's very unexpected that you, you can't really predict where the plot's going to go. Uh, the, other, the other thing I often compare it to is it's essentially a revitalization of the zombie genre.
1: Yeah, you see you say that when I first watched it yeah. the first thing that popped in my head is like this is a better World War Z. Like it's right. it's you know people facing this monster thing that they don't know how to control or combat and they're just doing their best to survive and they're mm-hmm. not doing a very good job. Right. So it, it is is it, it's much cooler than I think zombies we have.
0: Absolutely. Well now. so I mean they've kind of taken this idea of of the mindless humanoid creature mm-hmm. That eats you and and like just literally scaled Made it Godzilla. up, right? Yeah. Um, and so instead of one zombie where you can run away from him, you can mm-hmm. chop its head off. Now the thing is forty feet tall and unstoppable, and yep. so so every single one is terrifying and and come with this sense of hopelessness. And I think that's that's a really interesting take on it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like I said, it's this really interesting world. It's like like I said, a steampunk kind of medieval. There's a lot of political intrigue in it as well. Uh, the characters are really good, and also like the the animation is is also just gorgeous in this show as yeah. well. Um, There's,
1: um I feel like this show is the has been the starting for starting point for a lot of people recently. and it. it's, it's very popular? Yeah, Attack on Titan is very very popular. You can find all sorts of merchandise at your local Hot Topic. <laughs> that is based on Attack on Titan. Also, interestingly enough, you know we. The, all the the three of the four we have talked about all have live action interpret Japanese live action yeah. interpretations of them. Interestingly enough, Cowboy Bebop does not, and I think that goes to say how much people don't want to touch it. Correct. That they're just you they just can't get it right. It's, it's they nailed it the first time. Yep. No reason to go back. Death Note is bad. Uh, I did watch the live action. These are the live action yeah, versions. Yeah. The live-action Full Metal Alchemist, uh, they do it. It's the story is different, yet still kind of maintains a lot of true sense. I recommend it because it's cool to watch those things in live action, but it's not good. Yeah, I didn't watch the live-action Attack on Titan, but I do know that they take some shots straight from the anime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it looks okay, you know, for its budget, but I probably never will watch it.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, no. I mean, like I said, if 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 you like. If you like Game of Thrones, if you like The Walking Dead, or even yep. just the concept of this kind of zombie terror, I think this would be, like, it's, it's, it's a great entry point, it's, it's easy to watch. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a it's good entertaining. Show. Yeah. The next one up on our list is one that, for me, it might, uh, next to Cowboy Bebop, It's it's probably right under it for me however i'm not sure if it's if it's like a good entry point or if it, if it benefits from having watched anime before but it's one punch man yep and it's kind of a it's kind of a satirization is that a word
1: yeah satire
0: yeah it's well it's kind of a satire of fighting anime genre of superhero craze mm-hmm. that's going on the idea is it's uh, you follow a character who wanted to be a hero so he went off for three years and trained really hard and then he came back and realized he way overtrained, and now he can kill anyone with one punch. Yep. And so it's, like I said, it, it takes a lot of shots, not shots, but it, it, it pokes fun at a lot of the, the stereotypes and, and things that we associate with fighting genre and mm-hmm. anime. And also, it pokes fun at this idea of, of superheroes everywhere and kind of superhero satura- uh, saturation. But it also incorporates a lot of those elements from both of those things very well yeah um, it, it's it's very quick it's very funny there's only one season it's it's really just phenomenal like the, the animation in it is great the characters are great and it's one of those so there is a so we haven't actually talked about this we should have this one has a a sub a, a mm-hmm. subtitle version and a dub version where it's dubbed over with an english voice and usually a sub version i don't feel like the humor comes off as yeah. well yeah but the the humor is still hilarious even even mm-hmm. subtitled so uh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's one season and it's almost a perfect season. I don't want them to make another one. I
1: am currently watching it, yep. I, but I have done about half the show in the last 24 hours <laughs> Yeah. because it's, it's easy to watch. Mm-hmm. It's very entertaining. And besides like it being very intentional, you know, in, in, in making fun of these tropes, it's still like creates a narrative enough for you're like, you're into it, and yeah. you accept it it's funny to me you talk about the sub and dub and it, and it being very self-aware of what it is and and the show opens with a character called vaccine man mm-hmm. and who is an obvious ripoff of piccolo definitely and in the dub they have christopher Sabat who played no, piccolo. do they really yes he's vaccine that's man. funny Um, So it knows what it is, and it's very intentional about it. And I don't think it's a great starting point because you have to watch other things. I would even say you probably need to watch, like, 40 episodes of Dragon Ball Z. And you see,
0: that's that's the thing. Like, I think you would still enjoy it if you didn't or if you weren't aware of some of the other tropes and things that other anime, fighting anime get made fun of. I think it would still be an enjoyable show, but it's just, like, the jokes are funnier. You really come into more of an appreciation
1: when you've seen other shows. The uh, the stressing on training and you know what they do to be how does he do to become so powerful? I mean that is every li- I've heard those lines before yeah. in other animes. Well, you talk about the animation. This show is really cool in that it changes animation style all the time, and it's like appropriate based on what's happening, mm-hmm. and it works so well.
0: No, it, it, it's it's one of those things that when I say humor in general, like they use the visual art style. As part of the humor. Yep. Like, sometimes that is the joke. Yep. Um, it's it's very clever. It's very well done. It's A-plus in my book.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. I, I really enjoy it. I can't wait to finish it.
0: Um, so, all the ones that, that we've, we've done so far have kind of been more fantastical, uh, you know, from Space Cowboys to superheroes and medieval societies. Uh, one of the ones that you and I both watched recently... Mm-hmm. That's kind of a more down-to-earth, slice-of-life one is, is an anime called Your Lie in April. Yep. Which is, I mean, not a great name, if I'm honest with you. But it's a show about a couple of young school-age children. Yep.
1: Middle they, like, school. Middle school. Yep.
0: And it's, it's mostly about this young boy who had a... Tr- he was a, a concert pianist, and he had... A His per- mother
1: passed away. Personal
0: tragedy and uh and he kind of stopped playing piano forever that was his plan but he kind of gets brought back into music and brought back into loving music by meeting kind of this you know fantastic mm-hmm. exciting young free girl free spirit free spirit that's a great, yeah if you like music if you like classical music specifically it's a must watch like yep. the, the the way that the, the pieces the pieces they pick and the way that they choose to weave a story into it and animate it it's just i mean it's beautiful
1: it's mm-hmm. phenomenal
0: what else what else did you have to think about
1: so one thing we haven't really talked about, we addressed kind of at the beginning is that anime relies on tropes. Yes. And the tropes are, they almost everyone we've talked about, there are similar tropes in all of them. It's why one punch man is as good as it is because for fighting style animes, it just picks apart those tropes. Yes. And again, all the ones we've talked about kind of all have, you know, the science fiction element, this fantasy element, and even, you know, again, like a steampunk or, but, There is another very popular class of animes, which are high school dramas. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of school-age children in anime. Um, And they all kind of deal with probably more adult concepts or thought processes that I certainly wasn't dealing with when I was their age. Especially in Your Lie in April, because they're supposed to be like 13. Deciding what high school they're going to, and this kid's talking about like... How she lights up, you know, the world, and mm. that's not where my mind was at when I was thirteen. But um, these things are very, very popular. But I think *Your lion April* does it very, very well, and mm-hmm. that you, uh, it's, it's very kind of sappy and, and cheesy and extremely tropey, and that there's like this kid loves somebody and his best friend's a girl and she's been in love with him the whole time and he doesn't know, but it, it just works. It you does. Just, you just buy it and it, it's fine. And like, I say like Cowboy Bebop is to me like the perfect introduction. If there was an anime that I know that person's probably not going to enjoy the vast majority of anime. You're not going to enjoy the sci-fi element or the right. fantastical element. But I'm just like, hey, I think you'd really, really like this story. Your Lion April would be the one I suggest to a I person. I think that's a great choice. Yeah. Because uh, it's just, I mean, I think it's a timeless story almost. Like I would, and that's one that I think would work really well in a live action adaptation. Mm-hmm. I think you could make that a, a great movie. It's
0: also pretty much, it's, it's an all age group, all. Yep. I think all people would appreciate that story. It's just it's kind of a love story. It's kind of a coming of age thing. It's, yep. it's
1: just very universal. My final two thoughts on it. number one is the the inner struggle the character has of after losing his mother and this traumatic experiences he can no longer hear the music he plays, mm-hmm. which I think is a really, really cool like and they uh, they
0: they. they... Portray it also really well. very well. Yeah,
1: um, it's just you know it's it's a really cool like inner struggle, anxiety attack kind of like symptom that I really dig. Uh, the second part, thing I would say is it's tropey, and I, I don't mean to come back. It's tropey in all the right ways. Like this is how the tropes are meant to be related, right. and a lot of times they're not. And they exist for a reason. They've been you know they every the stories are just retold, retold again. This is the way when you say that this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Done. This is a great tribute to some classic kind of like love story love story themes. I, I can't recommend it enough. It's great.
0: Agreed. And again, especially if you like classical music, it is a must
1: watch. Yes, it's a little longer than some of the ones we talked about, but still only one season. It's one it's like
0: twenty four episodes.
1: Yeah, it's half of.
0: I guess that's fair. They're, Full Metal Alchemist. They're very
1: easy to watch.
0: Yep. Uh, and the last one I have on this list is it's, I was hesitant to put it on here because it's, it's kind of a bad example of, I the,
1: haven't watched this one yet.
0: It, well, it's, it's kind of a bad example for the rest of the genre in the sense that kind of like Cowboy Bebop, there's nothing like it. I've never seen anything yep. close to like it. Um, but I put it on
1: here because it's so unique based on what I see from people talking about it or internet culture, or whatever to mm-hmm. me, this is like the hot one right now.
0: Yeah. So the show is called Kill La Kill. It's on Netflix. Um, I think it's only... It's the, also on Hulu. Yeah, there, there is a dub version. I have seen some of the dub. There are a lot of people who are purists who believe that the sub is, is... I mean, yeah, the sub is the only way to go. I don't believe that. Like, Cowboy Bebop, the dub is phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, th- I think that's true of a lot of the ones that are, that are on this list. But this one, I think the sub is is better. It's also a fighting anime it's the the plot and the world that it's set in are so absurd and ridiculous that it's almost impossible to describe it but the the central conflict is mostly about clothing yep like clothing that that gives you superhuman powers, powers. Yep. yeah but uh, kind of like One Punch Man you know it, it's aware of its own tropes it's very funny it's even funny in in, in the subbed versions um, the characters are really likable and it's just it's such a wonderful wacky out like it has some of the anime tropes but it also just has these ideas and concepts that are just they're so original and they're so far from anything that I would have ever thought yep. of and it it's just it's a really fun story and again it's it's one season and it it doesn't lend itself to another season they, they start a story and they finish that story and it's the end and it's Again, it's it's almost perfect the way that
1: it is. So I plan on checking it out eventually. I just haven't gotten around. There's so many things to watch. Uh, one thing I uh, we didn't discuss this, but I feel like we should address is there are some like downsides to anime. Like we shouldn't just say that it's some like perfect art form. I think right. there are things that you know I I would give a proper warning to it, anyone interested in watching it. Sure. For me, the big one is there is. Um, it, it's pretty misogynist in a lot of ways. There's some sexual assault issues in some of them. Uh, Maybe not so much in the ones that we listed. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, look, I, I think we
0: intentionally pick ones that are, are not
1: as bad. In that I'm department. just saying, if you're just gonna go like shoot a dart but and pick an anime, for just sure, forewarned. That's fair. You talk a lot about how incest. There's is, a lot of incest. This is prevalent, and it look. I'm not defending those things. Th- these things come from Japanese. Origin, and if that's you know more accepted in their culture or, or whatever, I'm not going to be the one to tell them not to do that. I don't think I'm not okay with these things. So, for me, like I really least talking this podcast, I tried watching Seven Deadly Sins, it was too much for me in that show, and I, I couldn't do it anymore. So, I think we picked a good list in that these things aren't a problem in these anime, no, but they do exist, right? Definitely, um, also. A lot of times they can be hyper violent. Uh, oh, you, for sure. You watch Devil Man, Cry Yes. And uh, there's some pretty disturbing shit. It's the whole show is incredibly disturbing. <laughs> and so, um, well, I know we've you know talked it up for like 45 minutes, but we also recognize that there are problems. For sure. It. What is there anything that you would? recommend to a person to watch out for or it's hard because you and i are both really familiar with the tropes so we just kind of yeah. accept them as
0: is so it's hard for me to sit down and and kind of break down the things that would be foreign to somebody who's never seen it before despite that's what we're trying to do <laughs> um you know one, one of the things is is filler is a problem in general with a yes, lot of things not yep. with the things that we've listed but you know the the length is in general a problem i
1: don't know are there? in a lot of cases they don't know how to end a story
0: yeah but, I mean, that's also true of most TV shows. That's true. I don't know. I can't think of other like problematic things. A lot of the time, the humor does not translate well, mm-hmm. we, again, with a few exceptions on our list, which
1: is one
0: of the reasons we put them on here. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I trust in our audience to be able to, to figure For it sure. out.
1: Yeah, I uh, just don't want to sit here and be like, it's the best thing yeah. ever, and be like, okay, there are obvious problems. that."
0: I think the point of... Uh, the, the reason I want to do this podcast is I feel like it's uh, it's a medium that gets undervalued and and a little disrespected
1: i think it's just widely
0: misunderstood uh, you know that's actually probably yeah. better it is widely misunderstood and so we want to give you some some good starting points to make up your own mind about mm-hmm. it for sure but yeah i think that's it There are probably there are plenty of other things that we could list there but are think, tons of them i
1: think these, this is a good list to start out with if you do watch all of these things or at least one of these things and decide you want to watch more i highly recommend you you show Yu,
0: Yu show is great
1: and you watch as a uh, pretty popular one. I I dug it. It's not my favorite, but yeah, you can watch Dragon Ball Z if you want. It's
0: it's a lot. You gotta spend a lot of time. Rurouni Kenshin. Rurouni, Rurouni Ken- Kenshin. Yeah, that's a great one. Is a good one. But yeah, no. I mean, it, honestly, if you finish all these and you like them, just tweet at us. We'll
1: we'll give you. We'll lists. give you more. Um, or I'm sure you'll have a recommended lists on your Amazon, Hulu, or Netflix account.
0: Definitely. So yeah, I think that's that's. Are you yep. good
1: with that for anime? Anime. All right,
0: that's our done.
1: If <laughs> we didn't rate any of these better or worse than Transformers, well, that's because they're, on they're our all list. They're all better than Transformers.
0: Exactly. They're all better than Transformers. Yeah, that's why that's true. it's hard. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so this is a good entry point if if people like this and want to listen more, we can we could probably come up with another list we want sure to. But
1: Ian's gonna have more butt problems, and we can talk about anime. Soon. Correct.
0: So uh, yeah, anime part one, stamp done. Yeah. Uh, give it a shot and let us know how you,
1: how you like it. Absolutely. Uh, so what have you been watching this past week? Oh man, that's a tough question. I don't really remember. I started One Punch Man, and I have enjoyed that. I kind of put. Um, I, I recently started Sword Art Online, and I kind of paused that to watch. Two shows, Jack Ryan and One Punch Man, and both of them I haven't finished, but I've started them both and I enjoy them both. My my thing with Sword Art Online is I you have warned me and prepped me for some of the stuff, yep. so I'm, I haven't gotten there yet in those problems. I'm digging it so far. hmm Anything else? I don't remember.
0: I mean, Sword Art actually Sword Art Online is a great example of all the tropes not necessarily being used well. They <laughs> don't land. It's so tropey. Yeah, I think
1: that's it. Really, I started a bunch of stuff, but I didn't finish anything.
0: Fair enough. Well, I've I've been I've been a busy little boy because the old ball and chains met out of town, yeah. so I've had a lot of time Lucky on my hands. Correct. Um, so I watched three movies this weekend. I watched I Kill Giants, which is yep. kind of a fantastical tale of a young girl who sees fantastical things that may or may not be real. Which sounds a lot like Pan's Labyrinth because it is a lot like Pan's Labyrinth, but worse. Um, <laughs>
1: it would be hard to top it.
0: That's fair, but it. it I, I like where it starts out. It starts out with the fact that like the girl's really weird. She's mm-hmm. very odd, and you know, obviously she she fully believes in the what things she sees. That, in what she sees. And so I like the fact that she's not, like, getting
1: along with other people because she's too weird. Is this the one that the poster, like, there's, like, a giant in the background. It's this girl. She has, like, a giant, like, axe yes, hammer that's thing. that's the one. Yep. Okay.
0: But I I, I think the, the movie kind of loses its way. And, and I don't know. It, it, it One of the things that bothers me is that they, they never really pick a side on whether the things are real or whether they're mm-hmm. not. And maybe it doesn't matter. But, uh, fuck it. It's it not, matters to you. It matters to me. And I don't know. The... I don't think the story is that great. I think there was potential there that wasn't mined. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched Wind River, which is written by the same guy I was directed by, but also written by the same guy who did um, Hell or High Water. Yep. He wrote Sicario, apparently. Uh, and I guess he's doing a new show called Yellowstone that I haven't seen. Yeah, with Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it's really good. It's fun. I mean, he's, he's got... Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. And I don't know why I always under, underestimate Jeremy Elizabeth Renner. Elizabeth Olsen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy's got a—he's got a very specific story in that it's like this very bleak, dark, modern Western feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, That's kind of his thing.
0: But specifically at that, he's killing it because I mean, yep. this movie is also really—it's tight, it's phenomenal. I recommend it. Um, and then I also watched—it's uh, also—it's also better than Transformers. Uh, I Kill Giants is worse than Transformers. <laughs> uh, and then I watched Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay, which is the only other official DC animated movie I haven't seen but I still haven't seen Batman Ninja. But, so, I mean, it, it's a Suicide Squad movie. It follows, like, Deadshot. It's all the villains mm-hmm. teaming up in kind of a, a, a heist for their lives. It's fine. It's not. It's not bad. It's not great. It's uh, Sam Liu who does a lot of the mm-hmm. the movies. He's very capable of making a competent DC movie. I wouldn't go out of your way to see it, but it's. I mean, it's entertaining for what it is. How's the voice cast in it? Are the, is... Uh. Well, you. Uh, are you the one that hates? No, we we just talked about this. It's the same podcast. Never mind. Christian Slater is the yeah. voice of Deadshot. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. See, but that's the thing. I like his. I like his voice, and I yeah. understand he's he's not a good actor, but I like his. He's got an interesting voice. It
1: would make sense as a villain.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, if you like DC characters, if you like... I mean, if you liked Suicide Squad, the movie, you'd like this movie. Again, it, it's a what little... What
1: are the odds of that one person listening to our podcast? Probably not great, right? The one person who enjoyed Suicide
0: Squad. Uh, was, it, was it David Ayers? Is that the one who? Yeah, made? Yeah, he's a big
1: <laughs> fan of that. But, yeah, it's fine. its I'm still going to say worse than Transformers,
0: probably. I wouldn't go back to it. But... It's whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I also rewatched the whole thing of One Punch Man this past week. I'm rewatching Bojack Horseman from start to finish because, yeah. again, the new season's coming out soon. And uh, I forgot to mention this the last couple weeks Attack on Titan season three is currently airing week to week. Uh, it's coming out on Hulu. It's 24 episodes. It's long. I know. It's great. And I'm digging it, man. It's just, it's a great show. It holds yeah. up really well. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. You cool. got anything
1: else? Nope. All right. Ian should be back next week.
0: One of these days we're going to change the name of the podcast. We did not get any suggestions this week. Come I know, on, guys. It's like there's
1: only like 30 people that listen Otherwise, to it. Otherwise, we have to like
0: come up with it ourselves. We don't want to be original. We don't. Please come up with it for us. Um, but thank you guys for listening. And you know, let us know what you think about this uh, this episode and, and your... Uh, Either if you just refuse to watch anime or if uh, you liked your first anime exploit, just just let us know. I want want to, to I wanna, genuinely want to hear your thoughts on... If you have suggestions of animes we should watch, I'm sure Joseph and I would appreciate For it. For sure. But yeah, no, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at BetterThanTransformers at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter and Facebook at BTTransformers. I don't know if anybody listens to this, not, I mean, this segment of the show, but also, like, I don't know if anybody listens to our anime segments of our What Are We Watching? So, I mean, I genuinely want to hear your feedback and see... Yep. Who listens to it or who's interested in it. Um, But yeah, uh, thank you to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later.